This episode of the TDLA Podcast is brought to you by LA's number one Vietnamese restaurant, Pho King. Hi, my name is Duck Pham. I'm born and raised in LA, but my family is originally from Vietnam and has been making pho for generations. Pho is a traditional Vietnamese soup, and I have been named LA's King of Pho. So come down to my restaurant, Pho King, and see what makes me king. Our menu has plenty of traditional entrees, but also a lot of fusion dishes inspired by the many cultures found in LA. In fact, we have a different pho dish for every letter of the alphabet, from A to Z. For example, pho A is a traditional dish with rice noodles, broth, and thinly sliced beef. Pho B is is a Latin fusion pho, so it has rice, pinto beans, and tapatio with your choice of meat. My personal favorite is pho Q, which is an American fusion. It's made with beer broth, potato noodles, and has an Angus beef patty. So come try our delicious Vietnamese fusion food at Pho King. And if you review us on Yelp, we'll give you a free appetizer on your next visit. It's Pho King Delicious. And welcome, dear listener, to this doozy of an episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. In this episode, the dudes talk about football, Kingdom Hearts, Glass, and stand-up comedy. Then two special guests stop by to share their stand-up comedy material. Then the dudes challenge each other to watch new, terrible movies. Then they pitch some ideas for movies of their own on a segment called Pitchin' Flicks. Then the dudes play Don't You Dare Laugh and try not to laugh at a frat boy who is trying to bang his friend's mom. After that, they answer listener emails and finally close with an excerpt from a book about the Beastie Boys. All of this and a few surprises sprinkled in on this episode of the TDLA Podcast. Here we go again, no, we know nothing lesser. Back on the <laughs> mic is the antidepressor. <laughs> Sorry. Woo! Woo! Hey, everybody. We, 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 what? Welcome back to another amazing episode of Two Dudes in LA. What's up, bitches? <sighs> yes. Oh, we're back. Yes. Back and stronger than ever, I would say. Feeling That's it. strong now. Uh. Right? We have to start every episode by singing something. We have to so. now. I love it. I started with Beastie Boys because at the end... We have a very special guest, the Beastie. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But we're gonna read something awesome. So that's why I thought I would start with some Beastie Boys. But I messed it up because I heard the echo in my ear so bad. So let me do it again. Here we go again. Yeah, you know what? Nothing less. Of. Back on the mic is the antidepressor. There we go. That's there one of my favorite. I feel favorite. I feel less depressed. Thank You're welcome, you. right? Because we're back on the mic. Thank everyone for joining us. I let, let's get to who we are. In case you're new here. Saddle up, pull her up a nice big cup of coffee or hot chocolate, whatever you want, because it's a rainy day again here in L.A., and uh, I am in your one of your hosts, Alex Watson, and to my left is Sean Fawson. I almost said Sanders, yeah. but Sean Sanders used to be like one of my best friends in elementary school, so that's random. Nice. I haven't talked to him Shout in years. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, friend of the show. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, what's going on? How are you? How you doing? You got some, you got some cool new or some cool changes. 
You've been up to changes, changes, ching. Turn and face the strange. Yes. Uh, yeah, man. It's life's good. Ooh yeah, life is good. Ooh yeah. Without giving too much away just yet, give I just, it all away. I just want to say, just give it all. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now, man. We <laughs> oh. just we're full of the musical references Hell today. Yes. Um, no. Uh, first of all, I'm just. Oh, wait a second. What? Every episode is taped in front of a live audience. I'm so sorry, so audience. audience. I'm just used to it by let's now. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank Yay. you. Yay! It's a it's a packed house today. It's a packed People house. People have been signing up because we. You know, we haven't had an episode in a minute. Yeah, ever since we had a fiat, that last fiasco, uh, some would say controversy, um, everyone's been wanting to come on the show. So, yeah. yeah. But. So, thanks again, audience. And thanks, yeah, audience. Um, well, my news is that I'm done with. Best Buy. Yeah! Yes. Goodbye, Best Goodbye, Buy. Goodbye, Best Buy. On to bigger, brighter horizons. Yes. Um, Good riddance is what I say. Good riddance. Let's just say, since I, since I moved to L.A., like I knew it was going to take me a long time to break into animation. I didn't expect it to happen anytime soon. So in the meantime, I just wanted something that I didn't hate, <laughs> that paid the bills. <laughs> And I can say that finally, after two years in LA, I have something that I actually enjoy. Yeah. And I'm making more than enough money to pay my bills. Yes. Put money away, chip away at debt. Everyone, Sean has left Best Buy. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on. I'm live streaming on Instagram. So oh shit! Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Um. Yes. So life is good. I'm excited to pay off some credit. Some credit and. Just start saving money and and treat myself to some things. So awesome! Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. Yep. What else? What else? That's always a good feeling, for sure. It, like especially out here, because like I was struggling pretty bad, uh, you know, for a while, and we've talked about that a million times. And then you take jobs that you don't really like, and then it's nice to have a job that you actually seem to enjoy. Yeah. And now it's like even better. Yeah. And then you don't have to deal with customers. So. Right. Yeah, no more, no more making fifty calls to customer service every day. Right, sitting on hold, uh, just dealing with people's first world problems and trying first to sell them world. stuff that we both know that they don't need. And... They don't need. It. Come on, <laughs> that's awesome though. But you know, my Best Buy crew was was awesome. Everybody was really good to me there. Friend and... of the show, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know at least one of them probably still listens to the show, so... Oh, that's nice. Shout out to Alex. Hey, Alex. Baby Alex is what they call him. Maybe Alex? Baby Alex. Oh, baby Alex. Because there's a manager Alex, and then there's this, like, 19-year-old kid Alex. So, ah, so, we so call he's him the baby. baby. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what else? Gonna be going out to Arizona to see my mom and sister soon. Baby Isabella, my baby niece. Baby Isabella. So is there a... Bigger Isabella? Is that what we call her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. No, she's just actually a baby. What? <laughs> it's just appropriate. Wow, that's crazy. You never hear about babies nowadays, you know? <laughs> yeah. Why so, don't you hear about babies anymore? I don't know. It's because we don't live in Utah. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> which is babies are raining from the sky in Utah. <laughs> so you just cool, be man. walking down the street and it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Oh. 
I guess I have a kid now. I guess I have a kid now. Want to get married? Sure. <laughs> I'm 20. Um, <laughs> um, how about yourself, Wadi? Oh, guys, I hope you're sitting down. So, um, I think the last time we talked, I don't think we talked about me doing rent, right? And we're not talking about paying his bills. What? Like, like rent. <laughs> oh, right. That's what you were saying. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I did a... Um, I was a part of Rent, the musical, like the editing side. Uh, but the crazy thing is, is literally an hour, hour and a half. So this was last Sunday. Uh, literally an hour and a half before um, it starts, we get a call. Hey, so the lead actor who plays Roger, like, broke his leg. We don't know if it was during rehearsal or what. We did find out that they knew about this, like... Uh, hold on, I gotta change my filter. Ooh, what's up, girl? Oh, what's up, girl? Valentine's Day is happening. Oh, well, there's a lot of filters. Anyway, I gotta stop doing this. So, we found out they knew a day early, but they didn't tell us until an hour and a half before that it wasn't going to be live anymore, right? And that it was going to, um, yeah, that it was all going to be pre-taped stuff, which I guess was good in the sense of, like, what I was doing, because I didn't have as much responsibility. But we'll get to that more later. So then, so the whole thing happens. It's kind of a fiasco. Everyone's kind of making fun of it on Twitter. Don't get me wrong. I love Rent, and, and I liked the production personally. Um, overall, there was some awkward moments, but that's just bound to happen, you know. Um, but then at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm back at home. And they message me and they're like, hey, we need this and this. And I was like, oh, okay. So I pull up my laptop. I get it for him, whatever. Like 30 minutes go by. Hey, we need this, this, and this. Like something they could have asked for a long time ago. But I shouldn't probably be shit talking my work. <laughs> but honestly, I love them. I, I'm just, this is just general things that have happened. But then like that went on and on until about midnight. And then like. I my brain would not shut off and like I couldn't it was kind of scary like I couldn't sleep like I couldn't if I did sleep like it was like that light sleep where you're not actually sleeping and uh yeah it was just awful anyways yeah. then I got really sick and it was just uh that, that's the the one thing about salary is they can work you more and not pay you more yeah yeah <laughs> that's the sad that's the sad truth so um, but anyways, Rent Live, yeah, so that was interesting being a part of that and stuff. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, I haven't really said this on, on here, but, uh, I have been taking stand-up classes. What? Woo! Which where's, has been crazy. Let's change this now. Hey. Ooh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been taking stand-up classes, and that's been kind of cool. Um, it's been interesting because I... You know, I have I've have a, like a seven-year or a longer than that uh, improv background. I'd say like on and off seven-year, like after oh, high you're, school. You're wearing your IO? I am you... wearing my IO. It's like it's the official – it's been officially a year since we found out about IO. I think February last year was like the last, I think. That's what everyone on on the socials is talking about. Okay. Um. So, yeah, but I – and just so people who are joining, who I think clearly have never... I'm podcasting right now. Here, we'll, we'll turn this around. 
I just want more people to see. Oh, I die. I can just push this. Yeah, we're podcasting, guys. <laughs> TDLA podcast. Hey, so uh, for those listening, I'm just. We're, I just feel like we need to try different other things to you know get people interested. So yeah, I wish it was better if it was like back here. I'll figure it out next time. Uh, also follow our our Instagram yes. uh, TDLA podcast. Follow us TDLA podcast. That's right, baby. Podcasting. Okay, so. Yeah, I've been trying stand-up for the first time, and it's been super interesting because, yeah, it's a whole different mindset. You're just trying to be funny with a group of, you know, people who expect you to make them laugh. You know what I mean? And that's kind of been the hard – that's kind of been, like, the weird thing for me to get over, get, get around. But I tried it, my first open mic in L.A. because I did it wow. in Utah. We've, we've talked about that a little bit. I've done open, uh, open mics in, in Utah, Salt Lake, but this is my first one in L.A. in Santa Monica. And it was uh, scary. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't, so the crazy thing is, I didn't like kill it or anything like that, obviously. I wasn't like the best stand up there, but I will say I wasn't the worst. That's good. And yeah, I think uh, what's kind of interesting is, and it kind of actually frightened me a little bit, is that they were, they've been doing it for years. Like, it's like three years. And like, and to be fair, our teachers always said, you know, like, everyone has a bad night. I mean, even Trif- Tiffany Haddish had a bad True. night, and she sold out, you know. <laughs> so, you know, they could have just had a bad night. But, yeah. like, I don't know. It kind of made me worry if I was like, man, in three years, am I going to be... I know it takes a long time. We talked about that. But um, I, but I still got laughs. And I got... I got There was one thing I did that actually got, like, big, decent laughs. But, oh, goodbye, everybody. That's probably a good time to end it. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. That was but yeah, you, you said anyway. you said the thing that got the laughs wasn't even planned. Yeah. Uh, so so a lot of stand-ups, if you haven't been on there, they have like a notebook. And so I had a notebook because I was testing out jokes, literally my first jokes ever. And um, yeah, the, the, I just improvised. And what that, what's kind of sad about the fact that improvising is the thing that made people laugh (laughs) it's not sad but anyway um but yeah no i just talked about moving on to the next joke and people laughed the most at that so that's cool yeah so it's fun but we'll get into more of that or are we getting into it um because right well, yeah, I mean, we just, I just wanted to talk about stand-up. You know, we're both, we've both been interested in it. We both have a goal to uh, start doing open mics. So you've got the head start. I need to catch up now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm only one head. So it's <laughs> not that, that's not that. I, um, I have some material that I'd like to try out. So let's do it. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to happen. We uh, wanted to try, uh, and since we're both starting to get more, I mean, we've always been into stand-up, but but performing is a different story. Yeah. Uh, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to try uh, kind of like an open mic night. The The first guest uh, we wanted to bring out, uh, so yeah, so we're literally going to do an open mic right now. Uh, the first guest we want to bring out is someone oh. you're actually familiar with. Oh, they can hear us. Yeah. Yeah. Introducing them. Who can hear us? What? They're... Oh, they're oh. here. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, so the first guest you've heard about, uh, I'm not going to lie, I forgot his name. 
Um, he'll tell us when he comes. Okay, in. he'll just tell us. But he—you've heard of him before. Uh, please, guys, be supportive. Like we want this to be a very supporting place because uh, I believe both of these stand-ups ha- have an. Uh, no, one is very experienced. One is trying it for the first time, and the one that's coming out now is one who hasn't tried it before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, give it up for him. Here he comes. Hey. Whoa. Hello. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Hey, guys. It's good to be back. Now, I know that you... I know your shtick, but I forget your name. My shtick? What's a shtick? It's like what you Is that like something edible? (laughs) No, no. It's what you do. I guess for people at home, remind them what you did before, or maybe you still do it. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Harold. Hello, Harold. That's right. How are you? uh... Last time I came on, we talked about YouTube. Yes. And uh, for the longest time, uh, I had a YouTube channel where I would read children's books. Yes. Because I have a very soothing voice. (laughs) And uh, unfortunately, my channel has kind of gone under. Okay. Um, There was a video where, uh, well, without getting too personal, I had... An uncomfortable rash. Okay. And as I was reading the children's book, I was touching uh, what parents <laughs> thought was an impro- wow. inappropriate area of my body. Yeah, you're, you you look like you're reliving it as you're telling it. And so I lost a lot of subscribers from that video. Yeah, I would imagine. And so I thought, you know, people in my life have also told me that I'm I'm pretty funny. I think you're funny. I tend yeah. to make people laugh. Yeah, so I agree. I um I've also been looking into stand up. Yeah, comedy. that's why we have you here. Yes. I've got one for you right now. Okay, we we're gonna give you like a minute ish or so. Oh shit. Uh, just go ahead you're a friend of our live audience, so Okay. Half a million people. And go ahead, whenever you're ready. So a guy walks into a bar, sits down, and he sees a bucket of cash at the end of the bar. Mm-hmm. And he asks the bartender, says, what's this bucket of cash all about? Classic. The bartender says, well, we're having a challenge right now. If you complete all three tasks, you get the cash. So uh, the guy says, well, what are they? The bartender says, first you have to drink 40 beers if, and without passing out. Now, if you can do that. Easy. The next challenge is I have a Doberman Pinscher out back behind the bar. Oh, my gosh. He has a sore tooth. You have to pull his tooth without getting bitten. Oh, my gosh. The last challenge is my grandmother lives upstairs. Okay. You have to go up there and show her a good time. And by that, you mean... Oh, okay. Oh, you stepped on a speak toy. Oh, okay. So anyways, the guy thinks about it for a second, and he doesn't really like the sound of it, but he's like, maybe if I have 40 beers, I'll be able to do the other two. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) So he tries it, he drinks the 40 beers, he's on the verge of blacking out, oh, but no. he says, he says, alright, what what was the next challenge? And the guy says, my dog out back. He's like, true. Goes out back. True. The, bar- <laughs> the bartender, he can hear the dog whimpering and yelling out back. And then he comes back and he says, okay, now where's the old lady with the toothache? Nice. <laughs> very, very good. Oh, my thank goodness. you, thank wow. you. Yep. Oh, that's good, man. Okay. So, um... That's about a minute. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, so so you're hoping to make this your new thing, huh? I'm looking into it. Yeah, I'm working on some on material. Your, okay, you're still gonna do it on your YouTube? Or are you gonna hit open mics? All of it? 
Uh, well, I think I'm going to film my open, my open mics and then share those on YouTube. Okay. So, uh, and now this one wasn't too blue, but are you going to, are you going to have like some bluish jokes? Like meaning, are you going to have like swears and bad sent bad jokes? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, my so so yeah, what, what I'm getting at I'm is not, I'm not limiting my jokes to well, PG thirteen or any of that. Well, the only reason why I'm saying that is most of your YouTube channel people are kids, so you're oh, just no. gonna start. I've, I've ditched that channel. It's a whole new channel. Oh, okay, okay, yes. okay. Gotcha. I'm just saying you got in trouble once before. I'm looking out for you. That's all. I'm I appreciate. That's a very good point. And yes, I did think about that. Okay, so. awesome. Whole new channel. It's uh yeah, what's the what's the name? Hilarious Harold. Hilarious and that wasn't taken. Yes. It wasn't. Well, Hilarious Harold won. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cuz there's someone out there named Hilarious Harold. In fact, I got to look it up right now. Uh but all right. Well, thank you so much. Right, anything well, else you want to talk anything any plugs or anything besides your channel or um no, yeah, I just, uh, I'm also interested in stand-up, so hopefully I'll see you guys at some open mics. Oh, I hope so. We'll, we'll give you a call when we, uh, when we head out, and you can definitely come and check them out with us. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, I, I actually have another engagement, so thanks for having me again. My Yay. name's Harold. Find me at Hilarious Harold, uh, one at on YouTube. All right. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Sean, you were very quiet that whole time. He he scares me. He scares me. He when scares I, you? I, I'm going to have to find this controversial video he's talking about because I don't think he had an itch. I think the guy has something else to hide. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're like a criminal investigation or a, a criminal detective well, or just, something. Uh, what kind of middle-aged man reads children's books for That's a living? Weird. It's you weird. Know, it's weird. So I mean, let's not bring up uh, uh, Mr. Rogers, I guess. But whatever, <laughs> Sean. Whatever. All right, but but you actually have somebody else who's interested. Yeah. Well, I mean, interested because he's in my um, improv or he's in my stand-up class. But it's weird because he says it's a refresher for him because. He's been doing stand-up for like seven years, and uh, he has some pretty cool stories. Um, but I figure he would—he uh, wanted to come and do an open mic. You know, he's kind of one of those people where he's like, "I'll do two open mics a night, every night, if I can." Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, oh! Speak of the devil. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. uh, I, I cook some—I cook some fucking. I ordered some, <laughs> so oh. I'm gonna go out and eat some of that. Go for it. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll talk to your friend here. Okay. All right, hey, come hey, on come in. Hey, come on in. Audience, give him a round of applause. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, what's up? How's it going, everybody? Hey, how are you? Oh, it's good. It's good to be out here, you know what I mean? It's good to be out here in this town, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a yeah. great town. How long yeah. have you been out here? Oh, man, I've been living out here for about mm, 10 years or so, you know what I'm saying? Years. So, How yeah, long have you years. been pursuing stand-up? Ooh, let's see, probably about um, 10 years, you know what I'm saying? So, wow. Yeah, it, it, as soon as I walked into the city, I walked into this like bar, and it was open mic, and I was just like... Yo, I got something to say, you know what I'm saying? So How's it been going out oh, there? Oh, it's been good, you know what I'm saying? I opened up for Joe Rogan uh, last week. Yeah, no no big deal. No no NBD. NBD, you know what I mean? That's NBD. awesome. Yeah, and you know, like, I went to, like, Dane Cook's uh, 
uh, mom's wake, you know, so like that was woke and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm it like, was a pretty I'm woke wake. Yeah, it's a woke wake, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm keeping it real and just, you know, keeping myself humble because, wow. you know, like. I'm living in a trailer and like I'm 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 working hard, but you know like I'm making people laugh and that's what it's all about. I I feel like I'm in the midst of a celebrity, so oh, thank stop, you for man. no 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 taking the time. I don't think myself a celebrity. Like I got like a million people on my Insta, but that's like whatever. You know, everyone has a million people nowadays. So yeah, do it's you? Whatever. I'm sorry. Do you have a name? I didn't catch. Oh that. yeah yeah, Barnabas man. Barnabas. Yeah, do Barnabas you... man. M a n n. That's my last name. Is there a, a shorter, like a nickname? Barb. Barb. Okay, Barb. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you're laughing. It's just my name. So no, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how funny your jokes might are probably. Oh, they are. Be. Man. You don't open for Joe Rogan unless you're funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? So do you have yeah. like about a minute worth of, of material course. Got, that you can? I got it slotted right, right in my hip. You know what I mean? Like a, All like right, a loaded Barb, gun. Well, dude. I'm gonna chick, give... chick, bang. You know what I'm <laughs> okay. saying? So, I'm excited, Barb. Uh, okay. I'm gonna give you the floor. You got a All minute? Right. So. Yeah. When you want me, when you want me to start, you know, go for it. Okay, cool. It's all you, Barb. Is the the mic on? Um, uh, here, say something. Hello, hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. You want me to start right now? Sure. Okay, okay. I didn't hear you the first time. Um, Audience, let's let's give Barb another round of applause. If you could, if you could, everybody. Okay. How many people are here? How many? Uh, I think we can seat about 300 in Watson's room. Wow. 300. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I've I've played at the Coliseum, so it's like... (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear this set. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so just let me know when you want me to do it. Okay. And go. Okay, okay, okay. 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 And the mic's on, you said. Yep. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, man. (sighs) Jeez. Whoo! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! Uh, hold on, I gotta say a prayer. Hold on. Do you mind if you pause for a second? Oh, I gotta no. say it for a prayer. Pause the podcast, and I'm just okay. gonna pray for a second. Don't mess it up, you stupid ass. Okay, cool, cool, okay. cool, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, can I get another round of applause? So hey, that's okay. Sorry. One more time for right. Barb. Yeah. Okay. Barb Man. You have to introduce me correctly. Barb, man. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just let me know when to start. And go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, Ooh, man. Uh, oh, my goodness. Hey, are, you, are you doing okay there, Barb? Yeah. No, no. I'm fine. I, I just got, you know, I'm just thinking about material. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like which to, one you're going to do first. Which one? I got so many. So. Okay. Here, let me pull out my book. You know, let me put out my. Let me get my. Oh, let me just pull out my. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you got tons of notes. Yeah, I got tons of notes. Uh, oh man. Okay. Okay. Uh, give me one second. Oh, was oh, that a nervous that fart? Was, that was not a nervous fart. That was just a normal fart. Okay. Uh, but uh, let me. Okay. Let's see. Okay. It's okay. This is here. We go. And here I go. You always have to check out the seats and have a discussion about how great the fucking seats are. You sit in the seats and you're like, wow, these are awesome seats. This is so comfortable. Oh, this goes up. Look at this. It's a cup holder or you can blow me if the movie's bad. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. That was not Dane Cook pulled off of YouTube. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, everybody. So, um, yeah, so, like, that's it, you know? That's all I'm doing. So, hard. whatever. Um, Thanks, I don't know man. what to say. I know, man. It's okay, dude. It's all right. Autographs after the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Barb, I think... Uh, Maybe you got something else to do. I do got something else, else to, to do. I'm opening up for uh, Carrot Top, so I got to get going to Vegas. Okay, so. cool. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, Hit me up. My yeah, mom's hey, going to pick just, me up here in a second. Just take notes in your class. You right? got it. Take oh, I, I don't have to take notes. It's my like, it's like my millionth class. Def- so. No, definitely like pay you. attention and take notes, my friend. I'll do it. That was uh, okay. That was really something. Thanks Thank you so much, okay. everybody. Bye. Bye. Yep. Okay. Wow, Watson, where'd you go, buddy? Hey. Is he done? Yeah, he Hold on, is. I'm slurping up my nuts. Well, I don't nude. know if he ever started, but yeah, he's definitely right, done. Here, here okay. I come. I'll come back. Wow. Okay. How was that? Um, I heard like a huge crowd. Have you seen him perform? No, 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 no. He hasn't. He hasn't gone up yet. But I, he talks a lot about it. Yeah, he went to open mic, but he didn't put his name in. He said he wasn't feeling good or something. Okay. So. Wow. Um, but I heard a huge. I heard the audience like cheering like it was literally like madison square garden they were supportive yeah yes um i think he played a video of someone else's material what yeah oh my gosh i'm just gonna leave it at that that was uh that was interesting that's ballsy but i don't know maybe maybe he was nervous we we do have a huge uh listener base sure so it's a lot so i get that um wow it's definitely like okay. I want to learn. I can feel learn. the arc awkwardness in the room. Oh my goodness! Okay, um, Barb. Right. That was Barb. Yeah, Barb Man. Barb Man. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Barb. Thanks, um, Barb. Okay. What, what is next? Oh, today. Yes. Super Bowl Sunday. It is Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it, <laughs> um, but I guess the audience is going to learn quickly just how. Uh, into football we both are <laughs> yes. like i know who's playing and i watched the game with my family back when i was in utah a couple weeks ago to decide who goes to the super bowl but yeah i usually don't know who's gonna who's like in the who's in the playoffs i don't really know i only know like uh let's see it was it was the rams the chiefs so yeah see that's all i even know so i don't know it's interesting it's gonna be I mean, I really only like am interested for the halftime show and the commercials. So, right. Yeah. Um, it's usually. Uh, but then sometimes they release them early anyway. Yeah, they've been doing that. That's interesting. Yeah, like um, Jeff Bridges um, teased a uh, uh, Big Lebowski trailer, and what? they released the whole thing. Yeah. Like you haven't a seen it? Sequel? No. It's for I think it's a beer. What's it called? Stalenos or something? Oh, it's just an advertisement. Yeah. Okay. They did that same thing with Ferris Bueller a couple years ago. It, they like Yeah, it was like Ferris Bueller and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, they're going to make another Ferris Bueller." And then it was for like Toyota or something like that. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, but I mean we we could have some big new trailers come out. I'm sure we will. Um, I've heard some people say that a new Stranger Things trailer might happen. Maybe a Star Wars trailer might happen. Um, cool. Avengers. Yeah, we'll see. I think they'll play something Marvel or so, like Miss Mar- or uh, 
Captain Marvel. True. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, we've already seen a trailer, so. I love how the the topic is football, and we're talking about the possible commercials <laughs> that are going to be happening. Yeah. Um, I will say I am on the general consensus that like the Patriots just need to stop being in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and like so even for coming from me who doesn't care, the fact that it's like been the Patriots for like ever is kind of like, I mean, but what can you do? That's the whole point. They're supposed to be winning, you know. They earned it. Apparently, yeah. I've I've been also seeing some conspiracy theories that uh, the NFL's rigged. Yeah, right. Have you have you sort of heard anything about like? them cheating like tom brady and stuff i've seen so much of that well, like deflating balls and shit something like that <laughs> and like does that really throw an entire game i don't know man i i do enjoy watching football i i get what's going on when i watch it and stuff and and it really is kind of a fun sport even though it's what's really interesting is when you really think about it if you're watching a game for three four hours there's like an hour of play yeah and it's funny, you know, they say hike, there's less than 10 seconds of action, and then it, the ball is down, and then it's like two minutes of nothing. <laughs> right, right. It's these huge breaks uh, perforated with these, like, quick things of action. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. interesting. I prefer live events. Like, I will go to any sport live and have a time of my life. For but, sure. It, but watching it on TV is just something I've never been... It's because my family. My family has ruined it. Because they're the ones that are like, What the hell, Rath? Get, get your head out of your ass! <laughs> you dumb? You yeah. dummy? You know, and that's just like, okay. And then if you're against their team... I mean, they they love it, but it's the worst for you because they're like, you're stupid for liking the team. You're dumb. You're an idiot. Even if you're winning. so I, I love how gung-ho people get about oh teams and sports. It's, I and, don't know if it, if it means that I am not American or a man <laughs> or something, but I just, I don't know. It, in I the grand scheme of things, it, none of it really matters. So. Yeah. To me, my Super Bowl is the Oscars. There, I said it. <laughs> I mean, we're all into something, right? You know, yeah. we're into films and video games and things, and yeah, a lot of people are huge into sports. It's a huge industry. But I mean, good. For, I'm not trying to like. I get why. I mean, sports have been around, for, you know, forever. Like, you know, but I don't know. So is theater. <laughs> but no, I, I I get it, and I do love the spectacle of of the Super Bowl, and I do I do like like if I was ever. Unfortunately, a lot of my friends in LA, you know, they're not going to watch the Super Bowl really. And if they are, it's because it's the social aspect. So, like, I'll always go if anyone's like, uh, you know, I'm having a Super Bowl party, but none of my friends are. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, because they're like, eh, whatever. We're going to have an Oscar party, though. Come to that. Uh, um, any predictions, though? For the Super Bowl? I mean, the Patriots are probably going to win. <laughs> Cool. But uh, yeah. I do hope... I don't know if Tom Brady has enough fingers for all those rings, though. Oh, got him. <laughs> I do... <laughs> also not really related, but the Super Bowl, I do hope that they actually do the SpongeBob. Did you hear about that? No. So, uh, I forget the song name, and I'm so mad, but it's the one where... Uh, oh. Where they literally come out from under, and yeah. they play that epic song. Yeah. Because, you know, the uh, the creator passed, unfortunately. We talked about that a little while ago. And uh, I believe it's Maroon 5? Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, I think Maroon 5 is playing. 
and they did a teaser of their thing and at the end they did like the chord progression of uh, the song oh that's cool it's called like glory oh i gotta find it because it's awesome so they teased it people don't know if they just teased it in the trailer uh, or their teaser for their performance or if like um or if it's actual thing Sweet, sweet. I think that's what it's called, the sweet victory. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet victory, SpongeBob. You're right. Bam. Yep, sweet victory, SpongeBob performance. I'm gonna watch the shit out of that later. Um, yeah. So that's a so that's a good one. I hope that actually happens. Are we gonna watch it? Yeah. Let's. Ooh, we're gonna pull it up. Yeah, Nick. Or there's one that actually is uploaded by. Yeah, that one. There we go. I think I'm going to be sick. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Let's get this over with. One, two, three, four. Yes. That's the chord they were playing? Yes. Classic. Classic SpongeBob. Now I'm trying to I'm trying to look up and see if what the announcement was. But we'll talk, I'll look it up later. We don't need to waste that there. Um that'd be cool. So something came out recently that you've been yes. you've been able to try out. Yes. What I think people have said it's been thirteen years? Sixteen, I think. Jesus. Yeah. Sixteen, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts, right? <laughs> or glass, I don't know. Uh <laughs> No, oh, King, yeah, they, it's kind been of a while for both of them. Yeah. Uh, no, so Kingdom Hearts. I picked up Kingdom Hearts. Um, I'm kind of an interesting case because I actually never played any of the originals. Okay. Um, well, I all I beat them all recently. Like, I got the remastered versions, and I, I beat all of them. Cool. 
Oh my gosh, though. It's <laughs> so much story. I don't know. It kind of... This is going to set upset a lot of Final Fantasy people. I feel like they made a story that's simple, but then it got so popular that they needed tons of different games because they had like some for like the DS and like all these handhelds, but they're all connected and you have to play them in order to understand the story. Wow. Um, but I... I kind of feel like they were like, well, shit, what do we do? We have to have all these other stories happen because we need more games because it was so successful. And then they just, they had a bunch of more to the story. So it's just a really, like, the story's a little too complicated in my opinion. I get it, though. I get the story, but it's only because, like, I played all the games. I had to, like, watch a few videos that explain stuff. Wow. Anyway. But so if I if I hadn't played the first two and I just started playing the third one, I'd, I'd have like no idea what's going no, on. No, I think you could get it because like you could get it as far as like okay, this dude's a bad guy, this guy's a bad guy. But what <laughs> what gets confusing is that there's one main bad guy, but he has like three or four different forms of himself. <laughs> oh, interesting. So and they're like individual people. Literally, I could talk about the whole podcast about trying to figure out what the plot is. Anyway. But so you could still do it. Like, I have a friend who just started Kingdom Hearts 3, and it's their first game they've ever played. And they're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, like, they'll ask me questions here and there, but for the most part, they get it, you know? But what, what makes Kingdom Hearts so amazing, and if for those who maybe don't know much about Kingdom Hearts, is it's made by Square Enix. Um, so they have a bunch of like Final Fantasy type Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't really have any Final Fantasy elements in it um, 1 and 2 definitely do like they have char- like Cloud everyone knows who Cloud is like Cloud's in it and things like that but now Final Fantasy 3 relies heavily on Disney properties so what's kind of cool is is like your um, your yeah, so what you're doing is you're you're trying to, like, gather all these people. Okay, I don't want to explain the plot because <laughs> it's, it's just a lot. Anyways, but it just takes place in a Disney universe. And, like, you go to different worlds, uh, like Hercules. Like, you go to Hercules' world. You go to uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, you go to... Yeah, there's a bunch of different worlds. And... Um, the crazy one that I just got to, this isn't a spoiler because it's on, it was on the trailers, is Toy Story. And it's nuts. Your your character becomes, uh, Sora becomes a toy and like you're, you become a toy character. Everything you know is toy size. Nice. And what's nuts is, is like you're in, uh, you're in Andy's room, right? And you fight off a bunch of people. And then Woody's like, oh, we have to go out the window. And then out to the street. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go out to the window. It'll do a cut scene or something. No, you literally jump up onto the, the windowsill, jump out of the window, and all of a sudden you're just, you're outside. And now you're fighting people outside. And it's all the scale. So it's huge, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know how they do it. And um, That sounds fun. Yeah, the, the fighting mechanics are nuts and like... Like, yeah, you'll have to see it. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the trailers and stuff, but we'll have to play it. And uh, so far, I've been blown away. And uh, the fight is not turn based, right? It's, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's just uh, 
yeah, fighting and dodging and doing a bunch of stuff like that. Cool. Which is interesting because I hear that's why. So Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy used to be turn based. Yeah. But then with this new game, it's the first one where it wasn't turn based, where it's more like you know you're hitting buttons and stuff. And I heard the reason why they made the switch is because the original that's like that's how you've always played Kingdom Hearts. Um, and it got so popular, they're like, oh, let's try this format with Final Fantasy. And personally, it's been my, and I know this is going to make a lot of people mad, but it's been my favorite Final Fantasy because I'm not a big turn-based guy. I don't, I think it's a lot more realistic to run charging in and just start slashing people and, you know. Yeah. yeah. But Cool. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it. If you're a big Disney fan in general, just play it because it's yeah. awesome. Like, watch a video on YouTube that'll catch you up on the story and then just... Just play three. It's awesome. all the Disney feels. Yeah, because I will say you can't go. Th- it's one of the games where you can't play the third one and then go back, because the third one is just like it's so fluid and so like such cool mechanics, and then you know it kind of downgrades from there. Because obviously, you know they didn't have the same technology. So, but True. anyway, check okay. it out. Check 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 it out. And then we kind of hinted at uh, the next thing. Yes, um, we were able to go see. Glass. Glass. And we've been, we've been looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, turn off the podcast now. No. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it, been out for a while. Are we going to talk spoilers or are we... Um, I mean, sure. Whatever comes to our mind. I mean, maybe a heads up. We might... I mean, there's not really any, like, twists. To, well, I mean, there's some, I guess, reveals at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the third of a trilogy, but it's a trilogy that started in 2000. Yeah. Um, we had Unbreakable, which is my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. I um, hadn't seen that for the longest time. Oh, I just recently watched it to in order to... Friend. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I love... I, that's my favorite. And then it went from that to Split. But the cool thing was, is that was him connecting it to his universe. Like, that was the big reveal. At the end of Split. At the end of Split. Um, which James McAvoy is just a brilliant... And here's the thing, guys. If you've seen the reviews and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to see it because the reviews aren't amazing. Go see it just for James McAvoy. Right. Like, he has new characters that he's doing and, like... He switches between them so fast; it's nuts. So it's it's really quite an accomplishment in acting. Like, yeah, you don't really see stuff like this. So totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what did you think altogether? I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. I don't think it. I don't think it should have gotten as much of hate as critics have been giving it. Um, I personally think that. It was it was overall it was a decent movie, but I think there was a there was a lot of little mistakes, and unfortunately the trap that M Night falls into all the time is because he because he's built himself off to be this twist king that he like a lot of buildup, but the payoff wasn't worth the buildup, and and you know you kind of mentioned there wasn't a lot of twists and you know things to spoil. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the ending for me wasn't like, I don't know. And I think that's the, and I'm trying to not put that too much to him because as a filmmaker myself, I feel like it is unfair to like 
always put that on somebody, you know, um, like Steven Spielberg hasn't always made a blockbuster. Like all his movies aren't like huge blockbusters. They get close for sure. But so my, but my, (laughs) I don't know. My biggest problem was there was a lot of coincidence. Yeah. And like, there's three other characters in the movie. So there's Sarah Polson's character. There's the mom of glass. There's Bruce's Bruce Willis's son. And then there's the girl that he, that he kidnaps. Who's the star of split. Who's the first star of split. Right. And they just like coincidentally show up at the right times. Like there's literally a scene where the, the camera is just outside a window and all of a sudden they magically show up all at the same time and kind of just stare and look at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like they can't believe that they're there at the same time. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? Why are we here again? Oh, okay. I, I guess the script brought us together at this moment. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and, and just real quick, like, so this universe, this movie, these series of movies is kind of playing on the idea of superheroes. For sure. Um, but it's not it's not super blatant like it's not like about flying and invisibility it's like bruce willis's character thinks that he you know he has some kind of superhuman qualities as far as like strength and his ability to like not really take damage um and glass who is samuel jackson he thinks that he has like superhuman intelligence and then um uh james mcavoy's character he has multiple personalities and they all, all the personalities think that the beast personality possesses superhuman characteristics. And so it's kind of loosely based on this idea of, well, not even loosely. They do kind of talk about comics and superheroes, yeah. but it's, it's trying to make it more realistic. Yeah. It's trying, yeah, it's trying to putting it in a realistic world. Uh, so it's, Where they it's still a fun, have superpowers, but it's a fun spin on the idea of superheroes, especially since we're so inundated with the Marvel and DC stuff lately. Which you know I'm not complaining about, but it's it's just a departure from that kind of mentality of towards superheroes. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's you know a lot of movies end up having to do these coincidence things to just to keep the story moving along. My the one that, that I noticed is the first encounter with Bruce Willis and James McAvoy in the warehouse. They're fighting. They fall out a window, and just coincidentally, Sarah Paulson and all these cops are like. <laughs> right there standing outside the window ready yeah. to basically arrest them or take them in. Yeah. It's like we didn't even know they existed or why they happened to be there, but they were there. Yeah. Um, like I could get it if they were just after um, James McAvoy's character, but no, she very clearly was like somehow knew they were both there. Yeah. Um, another one for me was like um, so – like the main character in Split, like got basically straight up, like tortured by this dude, and she all of a sudden has this like sympathy sympathy for him. Which dude, he murdered two. Pe- like I know you weren't close to them, <laughs> but he straight up murdered two people, like almost right in front of your eyes, <laughs> and and you're okay with that, like. And like you kind of mentioned, like there could be that uh, what's it called Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, which cool, I get that, but the movie doesn't really like 
imply that that's what it is. No, that's just me giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then another thing for me was that um, Bruce Willis's character is like really keeping it secret that he is like this, like this, you know, vigilante or whatever. And then when he gets captured. At first, he's kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about or whatever. But then, like, as soon as she's like, oh, we have footage of you. And then he's like. He's like, I'm a motherfucking superhero. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I am. But it's like, <laughs> what? Like, you're, you've you kept the secret forever. She doesn't even show you what footage like any you evidence, have. Yeah. Like, I think she shows pictures, but you can't see that it's him. And it's like. And even if it did. You would think the cops would find him like that, you know? So how, why does she assume that it's him? I don't know. That was just another thing for me. I think it would have been better if he was just, like, denying it the whole time and just being like, I don't know what you're doing, lady. you got to let me out because you have the wrong person. Mm. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like that was a little bit out of his character of what... Because literally the whole first movie is about, like, him denying that he has these powers... Then once he finds out he has these powers, they and they actually show the scene in the movie. Like, he tells his son, like, shh, like, don't say anything. Yeah. That could have been a great moment to be like, oh, that's why my dad won't say anything. Yeah, I don't know. The, and then just the last point um, is this build-up to this fight on a tower that never yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, that was just a thing is like... Samuel Jackson's character, who's like the mastermind, I guess, he he plans this well. Well, and I get why it was a misdirection, but I still think something should have happened. Well, it sets this expectation in the audience's mind. Yeah. And even though they reveal it was never going to happen in the first place, it's like, I don't know. It still feels like... We kind of got shafted, I guess. Yeah, when you tell your audience we're gonna have an epic fight happen, you're like, I'd get it if if it was kind of like, okay, like you know, the audience isn't like, you, if you don't promise your audience something, or if it were the or if the promise isn't like awesome, but this sounded awesome, like Bruce Willis <laughs> fighting freaking Split on this huge ass building, you know, yeah. like that's awesome. And there's even that moment where James McAvoy's like, okay, hey, here I go to, to the building. Yeah. And the girl and just grabs, grabs his arm and, and stops him. <laughs> like literally that moment happened. And I was like, I actually was like, come on, <laughs> like, please let him go. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's a, it's over. I know we're talking shit about it, but it's good enough to like go and see. And like, there's some, there's some really awesome camera angles and really cool. Just like, storytelling moments m night Shyamalan's uh cameo was a little weird <laughs> yeah. um but not as weird as lady in the water do you remember that one nope so m night Shyamalan does like the hitchcock thing where he makes a cameo in all of his movies well the one and some of them are subtle in split he's he's the assistant of the psychiatrist and he's literally there for like two seconds i don't even think he says anything but then in this one he uh or in lady in the water he is literally he ends up I don't think he ends up not being it but at first he ends up being like the savior of the world because he has to write this book mm. so he's literally almost like masturbating to himself because he's like oh yeah I'm the savior of the world because I'm such a good writer <laughs> like I don't know key I like Lady in the Water though people are going to freak out about that but I like Lady in the Water but that <laughs> moment was like interesting yeah. I don't even really remember it yeah so 
Cool. Well, cool. I mean, yeah, I, bottom line, I'd say, especially if you've seen Unbreakable and Split, then finish the trilogy. Like, yeah. it's, the acting's good. I mean, that's kind of the sad thing about it, is like, I mean, the smart and sad, that's why all these superhero movies do so good, is like, uh, I mean, I didn't see Suicide Squad in theaters, but that's just because, like, but you know, I saw Batman vs. Superman, you know what I mean? And like... <laughs> Because you want to see what happens next, even though it's terrible. So I um, love how we're like, go see it, but we basically just talked about it as if we assume everyone's already seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that is true. You probably don't want to see it after we just spoiled it. But speaking of films, we got we got some fun film related uh, segments. Yay! To do. One that we we have a lot of fun with that we haven't done in a while is our terrible movie challenge. That's right. So, we should come up with a – if we're going to do this more often, we should see if Patrick can do a sound bit. Oh, yeah, a little intro yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Watson and I, we like to challenge each other to watch a terrible movie, and then we come back in a later episode and talk about it. Yep. Um, did you have something in mind? I do, but it's one I haven't seen as well. <laughs> so I really want to well, see it. Oh. I, I was going to recommend one that I haven't seen either. Oh, Okay. So maybe we should just both watch these two terrible movies. Okay, great. So the one I have for you is called Love on a Leash. Okay. It's one I really want to see. I've only seen the trailer. You can watch it on YouTube. And for those at home who want to play as well, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, It's about a man who changes into a dog and his girlfriend has to still love him. Interesting. That's all I can say. I provided the trailers for you to watch later. Excuse me. Cool. What's for me? Uh-oh. Well, you know I like to usually try and get like an animated one. Yes. Um, I believe recently there's a new My Little Pony Stop. film. Stop. Please don't do this to me. Film. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm now saying that like I have to check it out too. So. Uh-oh. Great. So that's what we should do. Didn't the My Little Pony get like super good reviews? <laughs> well, I know that the Teen Titans one did. Did the Teen Titans get good reviews? The Teen Titans, and it has a good, like, Rotten Tomatoes score, too. So, hold on. The My Little Pony, let's make sure it's the right one, because there's been a few movies. So, you're just saying the most recent one? Yeah, I know there was one pretty recently that came out, so. Oh, my gosh. 2017, does that sound right? Probably, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, it has a 48 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll try and watch it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to find oh, this. Oh, man. Thing. Love on a Leash and My Little Pony. All right. We're oh, like... apparently it's on Hulu, so I'll oh, okay. watch it there. Now we'll have to do a, a double feature. So watch it with us <laughs> and let us know what you think. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, the next movie-related segment that I really enjoy uh-huh. is... And now it's time to hear some Pitch and Flicks. Pitch and Yes. Yeah. It's in time for another Pitch and Flicks. For those who haven't experienced the beauty of Pitch and Flicks, basically, me and Sean have a plethora, plethora of uh, movie ideas. You said the magic word. Oh, We have so many ideas 
uh, of movies that we like to pitch them to each other and kind of workshop them, you know, see how they feel, see how they work. Um, and then we kind of like, you know, we, we give each other like ideas of who the actors are going to be in it and how much budget we can use. And then we help each other come up with a title. Uh, please play along as well. Pitch us, pitch us movie ideas. Uh, but just, just so you know, if you're serious about them, <laughs> we're going to make fun of them probably. Uh, not, not because they're your ideas. That's just, that's just the name of the game. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So who, who wants to start? Well, I, I see you came prepared, so... I did. I, I brought in a movie... I brought in a slide projector. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I hope you don't mind. Uh, so I'll start off. Um, so picture this. Oh. You can see the picture, you right? Yeah. So what we see is um, Backstreet Boys, okay? Okay. Now I'm going to go to the next slide. Now you can see that I photoshopped cowboy hats oh. on each one of them, okay? Wow. This is my idea. Okay, picture picture a farm. Okay. Well, I I don't have to if you show me a picture. There it is. Thank so you. okay. We're on a farm, okay. right? It smells of manure. I don't like to say reeks because some people like manure. Yeah. Um, hay is flying in the air. It's the sun is like is out at high noon, right? It's modern times. Um. The camera passes and pushes through, and we see these like muscly dudes. Okay, they got they got jeans on, ripped jeans. They're muscular. They're sweating. I'm straight, by the way. And they're muscular and they're sweating, and they're just like working hard. They're like ah, ah, and like you can tell that they're miserable because they've been working all day, right? And all of a sudden, one of them's like, "Hey, fellas." One, two, three, four. Then all of a sudden, all of them. Ooh, every single start I pray. But I gotta go this morning day. I'm gonna let do better. Gonna shortcut better. Just stop for a minute and fly. Everybody look to the left. And they're like doing it. It's okay. not like Pitch Perfect. I'm ripping off Pitch Perfect right now. But, okay. But so they're and, all like doing like, like an acapella type and, thing. Pitch Perfect and, like, Magic Mike. <laughs> see, see, you're kind of getting what I'm trying to get at, right? And it's just like, oh, and all of a sudden birds, like, fly in, and it's like, oh, these, like, a deer walks up, and it's like, you, you motherfuckers know how to sing. And, um, you know, they're singing, and it's like, oh, awesome. So then, oh, oh, we flash to a... Uh, uh, office okay oh. and they're just like damn it country cells are down and boy band cells are down and what are we gonna do and it's like the record label's called country boy band records and they're like what are we gonna do like we can't country is not selling boy bands aren't selling like the last one that was that was working and now k-pop is like running the world what are we gonna do and then some intern's like, oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, and then he spills a drink and it's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. And then he looks and he has the words, he has the words country and underneath it boy band. And since the coffee spilled, you can see that they're trans, like, you know, like transparent. And it looks like country and boy band are right next to each other. <laughs> and he's like, holy shit. Wow. We need to find a country boy band. 
Let's go. So this this studio called Country Boy Band <laughs> never put two and two no, together. They, they produced not. Country and right. they produced Boy Band. Because you can't have the reveal of him just looking at the name going, I got it. <laughs> we have to have a more cinematic reveal of the papers. Cool. Okay. okay. I'm with you. So uh, as you can see, I photoshopped the, ba- the Backstreet Boys um, basically nude interviewing with this guy so he finds them makes them become stars and um you know eventually this is them next to like the biggest k-pop band i don't know what their name is but they've been on ellen Uh, and uh dim sum boys okay (laughs) racist and we (laughs) and uh (laughs) yeah so that's my idea cool Okay. okay yeah uh, everyone, round of applause Thank real you. quick Thank for the country boy. Please don't steal that. That's why you all sent uh, signed who, whatever it's called. So it'd be like maybe a five five man boy band. Yeah, five. Yeah, five's a good one. Who would be kind of the front man, like the JT? The J, well, JT. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna ask him. He's gonna be in it. JTT. Okay. okay. Uh, well, and by JTT, I mean Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, yeah, he's gonna be the front man. Uh, there, cool. um, I'm also going to ask Zac Efron. Of course, yeah. And I'm also going to ask uh, Ben Schwartz. Do you know who Ben Schwartz is? Yes and no. He is the he's John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. Have you seen Parks and Rec? Yes. <laughs> you're, see, you're seeming so sheepish. I feel like right an now. idiot. It's okay. Ben Schwartz, he's a great guy. Okay. Uh, he's hilarious. Uh, he's also now the voice of Sonic, the new Sonic movie. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he'll be the new Sonic. Interesting. So I'm going to have him, and then let's see, that's three. So I Sonic need... doesn't skip leg day. <laughs> Sonic does not skip leg day. <laughs> then we need, I need two more. I'm going to say Tobey Maguire. Wow. Ripped Tobey Maguire. Right, right. And Can then... I throw one in? Please. Uh, the last one. <laughs> Who's the son from Breaking Bad? <laughs> okay, wow. I don't know his name, but of course he's in it. Of course he's in it. Okay. I've I've seen some topless pictures, and you know he's ripped. The kid qualifies. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's in it. Son from Breaking Bad. That's all we'll call him throughout the whole production. <laughs> that that'll um, be that'll be his credit in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Cool. Um, um, yeah. Is there a title or working title for this? Um, I don't want, the only thing I want for sure is not for it to be called Country Boy Band. Because I feel like people yeah. will think it's a comedy. Yep. It's not a comedy. It's a very serious suspense thriller. Okay. Um, so, um, About, I mean, I'm open for ideas. So, um, I'm glad I didn't get a text because my phone's been on. Uh, how about definitely not gay country boys? Ooh, Close. It's a little long for my taste, but I like where you're going because I don't want the people to think that. Yeah. Um, how about the gay country boys? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a lot shorter and uh, straight to the point. Yeah. Because I mean, why not have them all gay? You know, because we we live in we live in a society where you know they're all expected to be straight, and why not? They're all, why can't they all be gay? Yeah. Gig, yeah. Cool. And I think that community would appreciate. I don't know. I'm not in that community. So I'll do some testing first. 
Let them watch the movie. I'll cool. make it first and then make them watch the movie. What so. what kind of budget do you think you can do this in? Well, we're going to have some high hitters. You know what I mean? It's going to be heavily... Uh, and we're going to have Joe Pesci play... I didn't mention this. We're going to have Joe Pesci play the uh, manager. Oh, nice. So He's like, oh, what the fuck? Um, I don't know why he sounded like Daffy Duck. So it'll be rated R. Oh, yeah. Um, rated R suspense thriller, like I said. And... Um, which means we'll just a little have bit of gayness. A little bit of gayness. Like we're not gonna like that. But, um, <laughs> we're not gonna go uh, full Brokeback Mountain. But yeah, no. I mean, but that, that, that there's anything maybe, wrong with maybe that. Brokeback Hillside, but nope, not Mountain. Nope. Thank you. Um, man, I really wish I could cast Heath Ledger in this. I'll tell you that right now. Oh. So thanks for bringing it up. I'm gonna CGI. Cry. We will CGI. He will be the intern. We'll CGI Heath Ledger. Uh, anyways, so, uh, yeah, so that's what, that, that's what's going to be, oh yeah, I'm going to do it for probably, uh, 32 million. I, I mean, Joe Pesci alone to come out of retirement, although he's in a new Super Bowl commercial. Did you Mm. see that? Nope. So Macaulay Culkin did a, did a commercial for Christmas for Google where Mm. he did that. And literally it's the same Google commercial, but Joe Pesci is just reacting to it. Got it. Yep. So cool. that's the whole commercial. All right. Gay Country Boys. Gay Country. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Donate to Watson's Kickstarter for the film. Yep. $32 million. You can do it. Um, What do you got? You know, it's funny that you made the terrible movie recommendation that you did. Okay. So I'm going to preface this by saying this is not because of the terrible movie recommendation that you made. Okay. This is actually a script I've been working on. Interesting. Okay. So it'd be funny if you literally guessed the plot of Love on a Leash. <laughs> Man's driving down like a like a mountain road. Okay. You know, speed limits maybe 45, 50. Okay. There's really no one else on the road. He's yes. got his dog in the passenger seat. Love it. Head out the window, loving life. They're playing Sweet Home Alabama Sweet for some reason. Sweet Home Alabama. Um, all of a sudden, moose in the road. Shit. <laughs> oh, shoot. Cut to black. Okay. Fade back I'm in and you in. see the man's face and okay. you can tell he's on like a hospital bed. Yes. Zooms out. He's on the dog's body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So but he, so he's not like his consciousness isn't in the dog. His face, his head is literally on the dog's body. Yes. So the dog died. The dog died. He was living for But a the second. guy's body was mutilated. Okay. The dog's body was okay. Dang. It sucks that the dog's head couldn't have gone on the man's body. Yeah, that would have been really interesting, but uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it works that way scientifically. But the other way is fine. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm in, I'm on board. Okay. Um, but the guy he has like a family. He has a wife. He has two kids. Jeez. Uh, he works in construction, you know, and so the family has to adjust to this new way of living. Yeah. Um, the kids, they still, they love petting the dog. It's, it's a golden retriever, so it's got long, soft oh, fur. Cute. So that's, of course, that's what I also imagine. So they're, they're petting their dad's, their dad's body or their dog's body. Who knows? Yeah. But it's like now the dad like sits in their lap, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they're watching movies. This feels like another Marlon Wayne's, the Wayne's <laughs> brothers movie. And then, uh, you know, like. He goes to work, but like all he can really do is fetch tools for his coworkers. <laughs> is he uh, is he working a mechanic or something? 
Construction. Construction. Yeah. You said that. Sorry. Um. So yeah, that's kind wow. of the idea. You know, okay. there's some awkward scene where him and his wife are talking about how do we get back into this marital love thing. Oh jeez. Um, I do not want to see that. <laughs> they realize they can only do one position for the rest oh, of their life. Oh, <laughs> man. Nope. Nope. I'm out. I'm out. Um, okay, so who... So what is... What's the demographic? Like, who are you trying to target with this? This is going to be, like, like PG-13. Like oh, PG-13. People who are into, like, Happy Madison films. Really? You know... Because yeah. this this almost seems like a family film, but you're gonna go a little more blue. Family film, but PG thirteen jokes and stuff. And nice, interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, if a dog's talking about sex with his wife, that's that's definitely a little, yeah. a little up there. Okay, interesting. So who would who would you have play the dog, and or well, the husband? I mean, the husband, um, <clears throat> John Krasinski. Of course. Yeah. 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 He's built for this role. It's it's the perfect role for him. Um, I think can, I like, think it'd be a good challenge. Can like, um, can there be a scene where it's like, where like, hey hey man, can you go get this for me? He goes and fetches a tool, comes back. Ah, oh, that's a good boy. And then John Krasinski just looks at the camera like. <laughs> like from the office can you can we have that oh yeah does the office pose and yeah. like shrugs his shoulder <laughs> yeah like man what do you do <laughs> yep yeah. uh okay and then the wife um, may i suggest someone sure she's a little older for john krasinski but she's foxy as hell okay Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, she of dips course. beneath the lasers. Whoa, <laughs> it's the off or the office. That's workaholics for you. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, um, so, what is the budget for this thing? Because we have to CGI. A lot of CGI. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at at least fifty mil. Fifty mil. At okay, least. Okay, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So who who would you get to direct it? Um, what's his name? I'm I'm drawing a blank. Spike Lee. <laughs> no. no, he uh, Spike Jones. He's a he's also an actor. He was in like John Krasinski. I think he was like in Swingers or he. But he directs a lot. He directed Iron Man. Oh yes, John Favreau. Favreau, yeah, be a good nice. Favreau one. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I think that the title would, I mean, I have an idea, but do you... I also have one. Yeah? Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> Barking up the wrong tree. Hey. Right? Okay. What do you got? Rough life. Rough <laughs> life. I like that. Okay. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> so, go ahead and uh, support our films. Um, we're in the process of creating them right now, so... Interesting. There's uh, another exciting pitch and flicks. That's right. Pitch and flicks us, baby. Pitch us some stuff at TDLA Podcast or tweet at us at TDLA Podcast or oh. ooh, fart at us at TDLA Podcast. <laughs> um, and now it's time for my favorite segment. <gasps> Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> mean I mean it. it. Yep, he means it. All right, Sean, what is this segment? 
This segment is every episode, Watson and I come prepared with three funny clips. We go back and forth, showing them to each other, trying to make the other person laugh. I so. came in uh, by the, what do you say, the skin of my teeth. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, do you remember who went first? No, but I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, easy. Okay, so Watson's clip is frat. Oh, yeah. So you might have to confirm this. So, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I have something that you are going to think is embarrassing. I have recently become a cautious fan. Actually, no, I still hate it. (laughs) Of TikTok. Oh, right. You've seen my I, stuff of it? I just see the stupid advertisements on Snapchat. Dude, you can take them off. It's the best thing ever. Take them off. All you have to do is when they come up, there'll be a little thing. Just just right-click it and then say, or just like click it with your thumb and say, I don't want to see these advertisements. They will not show up on Snapchat. Or And then if you do the same thing on Facebook, you'll never see them. And it's the greatest thing of my life because they're so annoying. You know the one with like the the goat boys like this yes. is what he said as he started to walk away yep Fuck. it's so dumb it's so dumb well but here's the thing guys pewdiepie i really think it's pewdiepie who's to acknowledge but ever since pewdiepie started reacting to cringy um tiktoks people have been starting to go on to tiktok to make fun of tiktok <laughs> no. and it's become so funny so, like, since I know nothing about it, yes. let's assume some of the listeners know nothing about it. Which I'm sure they don't. <laughs> what? Uh, what is it? Okay, so first it was musically. Okay. Mm. So what people would do is they would just mouth over music songs and, like, a lot of girls would, like, show revealing clothes. But then also, like, people with cosplay would, like, do it and, <clears throat> and like, rea- and, like do quotes and that's still all there um so but it's the like, thing it's like vines but with uh lip syncing yeah it's like dub smash okay <laughs> but like so but now they've switched from musically to tiktok because they're trying to i think they're trying to like make it a more broad app like just a more of a video app and Viners, old Vine people have started to, like, come over to it. Um, so the big thing that what sets it apart from, like, Vine is you can you can post up to a minute. Um, you can – there's a bunch of these different effects and stuff you can do. But the biggest thing you can do is a duet. So they call it a duet because, you know, a lot of people, like, either do a song or, like – They'll mouth something and they want you to do the other part of the movie or whatever. And um, and so, like, it'll literally come up in one video as, like, a split screen. So you can yeah. do, like, duets with, like, your your favorite uh, TikTok people. Cool. Um, so, no, it's not. It's not cool. <laughs> but here's the thing is, like, now that PewDiePie has been making fun of it, people have been going to it and just making, like, funny videos or if someone's being really cringy. They're like making fun of them being cringy, and it's really fun. Um, but these three clips are all from TikTok. Okay. Because you have to like, like slowly eat away at your soul. Like for every seven cringy videos, there'll be one good, like funny video. Wow. 
I know it's ridiculous. So, but these three are from my favorite creators. Um, so this first one, and they're actually both from, uh, actually, no, one is just from TikTok. The other two are actually Vine people who've moved over. Uh, this first clip, it's a little bit long. It's a minute long, but it's a, it, this guy, uh, his name is Nolan. He does these things where, uh, it's, it's if they did like a reality show in a frat house. Okay. So you've been a part of a fraternity, correct? Yeah. So you're going to have to say if this is real or not. I'm sure it's not. But he does it, and this has been my favorite one so far. So here we go. This week on Frat House Drama. It's parent day at the frat house, and that's going to be my best opportunity to slide one in Trent's mom. Revenge is a dish best served with my dick in it. <laughs> Trent's mom, so happy you could make it. Thank you. You're so sweet. He can sweet talk my mom all he wants, but if there's one thing I know, it's that he doesn't get any puss. So I'm not even sweating. Hey, why don't you tell my mom about the time you shit your pants in the Taco Bell drive-thru? <laughs> that was supposed to be just between us, Trent. But I guess now all the rules are out the window. Yeah, maybe I will. Over a nice IPA. Do you happen to like IPAs, Trent's mom? Yeah, they're like my favorite beer. Yeah, well, IPAs are my thing. Yeah, Trent, IPAs are your thing, dude. <laughs> I know. Oops. IPAs are all <laughs> He can't use that to get my mom's puss, dude. It's kind of loud in here. Do you want to go back to my room and talk some more? Yeah, I'd love to. Yo. <laughs> Uh-oh, Trent. Looks like you got a new dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, he does like a series of it. It's really funny. Cool. So yeah, basically, my clips are going to be like my plea. And I have a TikTok, Waddy McFly. Ooh. And I have some viral uh, stuff on there already. Okay. So check it out. But yeah, my other two ones are also from TikTok. So anyways. This uh, this one is just starting okay. Okay. All right. We'll see. Sandra. Wait, you're on the TikTok too? After everything that oh, this is a TikTok thing? Yeah, see? Uh, see I <laughs> I That's hilarious. That. Okay, anyway. Sandra, what? Say addicted after everything that I say. Okay. When someone's on drugs, they're addicted. When someone drinks alcohol, they're addicted. What hit you in the face last night? Addicted. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh. <laughs> Damn it, I knew better than to do that shit again. <laughs> again? <laughs> See, addicted. TikTok, I'm telling you. Interesting. I mean, you can find those videos anywhere. I don't know why TikTok has to. Be. <laughs> it's true. It's it's very true. Well, that that's a meme that people have been sharing. I haven't seen that one, but that's a meme that people have been sharing on TikTok. Um, so, this next one is a lot more TikToky. But so what people started to do is they started to do these like very dramatic um, scenes from like TV shows and movies. So you can take any sound clip and upload it, right? Um, but see, people would like really get into it and be like really sad. But then there's people who are basically trolling, and this is the this is the TikTok that actually got me to join TikTok. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm saying go away. What? No, don't do this. Go away, Tate. You're all I want. <laughs> You're all I have. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a scene from 
American Horror Story. Mm. And um, she's just doing dance moves throughout it. And she's got this good little smug look on her face. Go away, Tate. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, she's great. She doesn't post a lot, but that literally got like millions of views and was shared everywhere. I can't believe that someone can just be like, I'm just going to mock American Horror Story in my bathroom (laughs) and they get millions of hits. Yeah, she was the first one to like really do that. Um, but see, like, what really pisses me off is that people get millions of hits on TikTok, and all they're doing is just mouthing another. Like they're just mouthing that. So they'll duet. They'll have one girl play the girl and one girl play the guy, and there's like being like really into it, and they'll get millions of hits when they're just mouthing off. Freaking! I give her credit just because at least it's funny and entertaining because she's trolling. You know, there, what I mean? there's she's an angle like, to it. Yeah, and um, she's at least being creative in the sense of like, it is still just a clip, but she's dancing. To, so it's just a new thing. You yeah. know, at least it's something that does take a little bit of a creative mind to make. That's interesting. So there's literally a girl. Her name is Sunbert Sammy. I'm calling you out. Oh. Who literally all she does is office quotes. Like it's she's just mouthing office quotes and she's like going different parts of her room or whatever, but like she and like she'll be different characters, but she just quotes office quotes and she gets millions and millions and millions of views. I can't stand her. <laughs> the formula works, I guess. I guess I don't know. And then here I am, like writing out <laughs> TikToks, <laughs> yeah. and I guess a few of them have gone viral. So whatever, but cool. Okay, uh, this is a gentleman who is trying to buy some crack. Here we go. This is what we're here and for. And apparently he was told to take a ladder and, and go to somebody's second story window for it. Okay. But it's the wrong house. Oh, no. Dude, and there was this chick, and there was this pipe. And it broke, and we ran, and there was like CBS, and there was security everywhere. And I hit this guy, and he hit me, and I hit him, and he called the cops, and they came, and they let me go. You got the shit? You got the shit? You got the shit. You sent me up here. Three dollars? You sent me up here. Three dollars. Is this the wrong house? Huh? Three dollars? Is this the wrong house? What you get again? Hey. Three dollars. You got the crack here, right? Oh. Oh, no crack? Oh, fuck. You guys don't have crack? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, fuck you then. How terrifying would that be? <laughs> what? I love that. When I, when I come, come back, back, you better have, have some crack. crack. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, this next one is a TikTok. <laughs> and it's by one of my favorite Viners who has now made the switch. Um, this is a quick one though. Okay. So you gotta be ready. Huh. Yep. That was it. That's it. It's done. <laughs> okay. No, it's kidding. Here we go. <laughs> oh, the play. The fuck, Michelle. <laughs> the fuck, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little off. But yeah, lady, like kicks this water bottle and then he cuts it perfectly and it hits him in the face. The fuck, Michelle? We should make that a soundbite. The fuck, Michelle? Okay. Close it out strong. Here we go. Uh, This one's a little long. I cut it to like a minute. Um, But it's like a 1970s or 80s PSA about uh, private parts. Here we go. We often feel embarrassed 
or even feel some shame. But when speaking of our private parts, here's what to proclaim. Here we go. That penis is what boys have down in front. Penis is the word, though it seems blunt. All boys have a penis, so no matter what you've heard, remember that penis is the proper word. Vulva is what girls have down below. A what? What the heck? Naked, it will show. A what? Have a vulva, so no matter what you've heard, remember that vulva is the proper word. Our anus. What the frick? Vulva. I don't think this dude should be in a park singing yeah. that kind of song. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't heard the term vulva? No. It's somewhere on the vagina. I mean, I'm sure that's probably why I haven't got. Any any puss, as what's well, his face would say. I think if you did get any, the chick wouldn't be like, "Yeah, get that vulva." Yeah, I'd be like, "A car? What?" <laughs> vulva. Yeah, it's, I'm it's dumb. creepy. Like, yeah, that is weird. Super creepy. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Oh, we're. It's going to be a little bit of, a, of an episode. Is it? Know? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it is. Oh, hello. Um, what else we got out here on the list? Oh. Oh, you ready for this? Yes. Initializing listener email. Listener, listener email, email initialize. Yes. Patrick Koff on the mic. I love Patrick Koff. So, yeah, we have listeners who write into the show. They ask us questions. And uh, we got some fun ones today. You ready for this, Wadi? I am ready for anything. Uh, no homo. How much money would it take for oh. you to jerk off another man to completion? I thought that was like a. I thought that was like his name was no homo. Like that's <laughs> no homo rights. <laughs> yeah, if you're sending us this questions, it may be wow. Say that again, because that's a question that we never talk about. Uh, how much money would it take for you to jerk off another man to completion? I will not do it. <laughs> a million dollars? Not doing it. Really? I can't do it. I'm sorry. What I about mean, you? you <laughs> that, that's it. No, mean, like, that's you, it for me. You do yourself, right? So Yeah, but that's me. <laughs> Just close your eyes and pretend you're sitting next to yourself. Oh, I can tell when it's me. It's a <laughs> lot more enjoyable when it's me. So... Ah, shit. It sucks, because I know I could literally... Well, it doesn't suck, but... <laughs> but no, I... Because uh, I could literally make a movie if someone did that, but I was... But no, you know, I, I could You know not a lot of it. guys that do uh, gay porn are actually straight? I have heard that, yeah. And I hear that gay porn that pays the highest. I've heard that. Of all the porns. I've heard that. So I, I mean, there would definitely be a dollar amount, but I haven't thought about it. Uh, I, I think a million would probably be good, but I, what's the least amount? Let's just say a mil. Let's okay. Say, I mean, even though there's straight guys doing would, it for maybe I like would ten. Still, grand. I would still. Um, yeah, I, I would. I would be like, yeah, okay, good for you, man. 
a, I'm a, not even doing it. But a billion. Good for you. Yeah, I'd still be like, good for you. Me? Yeah, a billion. Dude. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think I would. It would literally be like not even five minutes of your time. I don't know if I could. All right, that's good. I'd kiss a man. I'd kiss a man. Yeah, it's it's the different same thing. when it's a sexual it's, it's thing. Kissing his penis with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay, so Watson is a no go for sure. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna draw the line at a mill. Cool. Cool. Would you rather be able to run through walls, but all of your clothes stay on the other side, or? <laughs> Have a 50-50 chance of going through the wall with your clothes if you run at full speed. Okay. Wait, so it's saying one no matter what and the other one's a 50-50 chance? Let's say the first one is you could walk through them. You don't have to run. Oh. But, they yeah, the clothes don't go. But then okay. the other one, your clothes might go half the time, but you got to run at the wall. I mean, yeah, I'd do the second one. Really? I mean, because I'm not walking through walls casually. You know, I think if I did walk through wall, it would be like to get away from someone or something or to save someone or something. And and even then, if it's not, if I'm like home alone and I'm like naked or whatever, like, okay, I don't mind just casually walking through a, a wall. So the first one? No, the second one. The casually walking through is the first one. No, no, you, you're. You, I thought it, you're saying that if you, you can walk through any walls you want, but your clothes fall off. But the other one is you can still walk through walls, but your clothes won't stay on, or they will only stay on half the time if you run really fast. No, no, you have to run really fast in order to make it through the wall ever. See, but you were, but see, you made it seem like it was no, saying no, no. your clothes, right? <clears throat> the second one is. You have to run at the wall every time. But that's just for your clothes. Yeah, but half the time, you don't go through the wall. If you do go through the wall, your clothes go with you. That's not what that says. With all your clothes, if you run at full speed. Yeah, this is talking about clothes. (laughs) It's still saying this is the the, the viewer is saying that you still get the powers either way, but the but but it's saying that one you're going to lose your clothes anyway, well, or you have to take the second chance. one as you have the option to walk. And I'm saying I'm you just don't. looking at I'm just looking at what that's saying. That's all. The, there's not even the word walk in this entire question. It's always running. I get that. I no no no. But see, you're right. You're saying that, but it's it's to keep your clothes fifty fifty. Not 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 okay, the power. Okay, well we're we're getting down to how it's worded, but I <laughs> You're changing the rules is what you're saying. Of what they what they said. Well, the the run at full speed can also mean the going through the walls as well. Like Well, the the se- <laughs> Sorry, we're really talking about this way too. I get what you're trying to say. All I'm saying is the wording is making it seem like That's how it, you're it, interpreting it. No, but that's what it's structured as. They're not saying you don't get because the the whole point is the clothes. It's not the powers. It's not saying you have to run at full speed and then you don't get your powers. It's saying if you run at full speed, you have a fifty percent chance to keep your clothes and make it through the wall. But that's not what that says. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one. Really pissed you off. 
Sorry, next one. Well, yes. I think it could be interpreted either way. So. Sure, sure. Uh, would you rather forget the past four years of your life or oh. lose the ability to create new memories for the next two years? Holy shit. But then after the two years, you can you can get memories back? Yeah, you're good. You just, whatever happens over the next two years, you're not going to remember. Shoot. Well, waking up in L.A. every day and not remembering that I woke up in L.A. would be pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been here, yeah, for two years. So and I'd... what happened, yeah, like not knowing what happened. So at least if I do the two years in the future, or for the next two years, at least then I could, at least then I would at least like, okay, I moved to L.A. Like, oh, but that would suck because like, I, well, no, I, and then I would remember where I work. But if I ever get if I ever get fired, I would just keep thinking I'm going to Fox every day. That's a good point, <laughs> dude. No, you were fired. What? Oh, okay. Next day. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. No, you were. <laughs> um, yeah, because like I feel like the last four years, obviously every year is like more influential on me than the last and so the last four years have been a very big deal for me i mean two of them have been me living out of the state for the first time graduating college you know things like that yeah but at the same time i feel like i'm at this point in my life where like the next two years should be pretty crazy like this like hopefully because i'm like how the next crazy two would it years be it's if... going to be me getting to 30 years old and my goal is by the age of 30 to like be doing something in my field. So that would be, that would be interesting. Cause like, I wonder if you would be, cause you know, we're 20, you're 27. I'll be 28 on St. Patty's. St. Patty's. That's right. That's right. We got to do another party, dude. Um, yeah. I wonder if like, I guess, it, I guess you could either wake up every day, really depressed because it's like you woke up and like you actually did get successful somehow without having memories. But then like you woke up in a mansion, you'd be like, oh, this is great. But if you woke up and you're like literally the, the day before you remember living in an apartment and now you're living in a cardboard box, <laughs> like <laughs> right. that would be really depressing. I would guess I would have to. This is a good one. I would have to say the thing about the forgetting the last four years for both of us is we're going to wake up and be in LA and not that's what I was know saying. why. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It'd be kind of scary to like wake up and be like, <laughs> what the, yeah, I guess we can do uh you remember 50 first dates. Mm-hmm. You have do like a video. A, a video. <laughs> you yeah. have to play yourself every day. Like, yeah. Well, by the way, the you moved years. to LA well, that, I think you would only have to accept that for one day, because then oh, then you can because then you could kind of build off of that, right? Yeah, you can continue to make. But you would probably that. have to make a video for two years for that. <laughs> yeah, dang, that's hard. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with the two years just because the last four years I've learned so much with editing. Like, if I lose that knowledge, I would, I would be in trouble. Like, I would not have a job. That's period. a good point. So, I'll I'll do the opposite for no particular reason because <laughs> there's really no consequence to choosing these. Yeah, I'll say forget the last four years. Yeah, dang man. Yeah, 
I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool aspects about it too. Like waking up fresh every day for two years is kind of nice because maybe some terrible shit happened to you like a couple weeks ago, but you don't have to remember <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Or maybe you know you met Steven Spielberg on the street and he's like. I like your look. I want you to be my next film. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. next morning you wake Shit. up and you forget. Yeah, you would just have to like pull out your phone and record yourself. Okay, you bet you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but Steven Spielberg, call him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that could be funny. Wake up the next day like, what? Nah. <laughs> just kidding. Cool. All right. Well, that was uh, that was listener email. Love it. Yay. Oh. And um, we like to end every episode with an excerpt. Yes. And Watson, you've been you've been reading something pretty neat, nifty. Yes. Look how cool that is. Nice. So I've been reading uh, the Beastie Boys book, is what it's called, and it's it's written by the Beastie Boys. Well, two of them, unfortunately, because Adam Yak is dead. I I R I P. And. Um, the audiobook is fantastic. I got the audiobook because I'm I'm subscribed to Audible. Um, but then also I got the main book because I've always wanted the main book. And um, I found a, a moment. It's a it's it's a it's two pages, but I promise it's worth it. And I'll read it really really quick. Um, this is the story about the Beastie Boys and Run DMC and how the song Walk This Way, which if you're not into rap, you've know Walk This Way, right? You've heard the song by Run DMC and Aerosmith. So, <clears throat> Rick Rubin, so just so you, a little context, Rick Rubin was their producer, uh, like their very first ever producer. He also produced Run DMC. Uh, here we go. Uh, he was producing their next record, Raising Hell. And he had this idea that they should do a new version of Aerosmith's song, Walk This Way. The original version starts with a nice breakbeat. And so it'd be an interesting idea to use, use that and see what, rap, what the rap version would sound like. He took it a step further and contacted Joe Perry and Steve Tyler from Aerosmith to see if they'd want to play guitar and sing the chorus on the new Run DMC version. They said yes. There was no way we were going to miss that shit. So we made sure we would be in the studio when they recorded it. Joe Perry seemed just like what you'd think he'd look like. Do you think Joe Perry, do you think about Joe Perry a lot? (laughs) He seemed quiet, cool, laid back in that cut. Steve Tyler was also just what you think he'd be like. He did not stop talking the entire time. (laughs) He wasn't really making sense and would randomly just start scatting. (laughs) Like boogity woogity boo type stuff. (laughs) <laughs> Run, D, and J were kind of loving it. Like, who the fuck is this ancient court jester wearing silk clothing and thir- 30 scarves? <laughs> he definitely is making us laugh uncomfortably. But wait, Rick, you sure this is a good idea, right? I don't know if you've ever been in a room on a random small street somewhere and it's just you, a really famous person, and one other person that uncontrollably screaming or crying with excitement and disbelief of seeing a famous person. It's really awkward. Going to do anything with Run DMC in 1986 in America was bizarre. They were fucking huge. We'd go with them to a restaurant, mall, gas station, whatever, and people would come running from their houses and apartments and leave work to see them. Because of the word of mouth started spreading through the neighborhood, they were there. People would freak the fuck out. 
They were so large that by the, by the time Raising Hell Tour got to Miami, their promoters upgraded their venue from a basketball arena to a baseball stadium. Thousands and thousands of people. Joe Perry and Steve Tyler were flying down to Miami just to do a song with them. It was bound to be a fucking spectacle. We were one of the opening bands on the tour, and Yawk was, for, for whatever reason, happened to have a bass with him. And someone, probably Jam Master Jay, said it would be okay for him to play bass with them and Aerosmith for the big song on stage in a baseball stadium in Miami. Yes. Okay, so just a context. They, they literally came down just to do an opening thing, and they asked Yawk, uh, MCA, or sorry, Adam Yawk, to do uh, to play bass on this huge song, okay. Wow. Steve Tyler and Joe Perry didn't do a sound check, and so they had no idea who Yawk was. <laughs> this is him, by the way. <laughs> There's a picture. Uh, cut to the big moment when Aerosmith is about to hit the stage to join Run DMC to play the number one song on the entire planet. They walk out, and the crowd goes wild. But now there's also some other guys on stage, Yawk. And he was lit up. We all were super drunk all day <laughs> waiting for this moment. And Yawk fucking delivered majestically. They took on the Aerosmith guy's face with fantastic amusement. Who was this drunk? Who was this dirty drunk guy on stage? And why is he playing bass with us? Throughout the whole song, Yawk kept trying to go back to back rock star guitar with Joe Perry. <laughs> and he was having none of it. It basically turned into Yawk chasing him around the stage, running backwards and forwards after him. And all of us were on the side watching, screaming, laughing, loving it. Not for nothing, but I feel like there was always a spin on Walk this way. That Aerosmith... Sorry, I read that weird. Not for nothing, but I feel like there was always a spin on Walk this way. That Aerosmith was this huge band that blew up Run DMC. This little-known group with its no with its new sound called rack music, as if Run them Run and them would be somewhere would be nowhere without Aerosmith. Yes, the original Walk This Way was insanely big record, but Aerosmith days being in an arena rock band were behind them. No offense, but no one really gave a shit about them in 1986. Real talk, TM. <laughs> If it wasn't for Run DMC doing that song with them, who knows what would have happened to Aerosmith. I mean, shit, we might not ever have had to endure Love in an Elevator or Dude Looks Like a Lady. Thanks a lot, Rick Rubin, for a brilliant fucking idea. Wow. So, yeah, it's just... I When I heard that story, I just thought it was cool that, like, the Beastie Boys played with Aerosmith. And... Which is just a weird thing in my mind. And then not only that, I always I, I was in that pool of thought where um oh Aerosmith did the song with Run DMC and made them famous, but actually it's the opposite. Like Run DMC was huge, Aerosmith was on their way out, and because they did the song with Run DMC they got they got back on or back on track, I guess. It's an interesting so, point. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing book. I highly recommend it. Um, it's huge. It's huge, but what's awesome about the book is like, it's mostly pictures. Like, oh, cool! Holy hell, that's so cool! Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's wow. just these crazy cool stories. There's literally one chapter that's done in a comic book style, which is super cool. Uh, and then, 
Yeah, but the audiobook version is oh, that's cool. The audiobook version is is even, in my opinion, is even cooler uh, because they have Amy Poehler read a section. They have Wanda Sykes, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, John Stewart. Uh, wow. All these like people just like take turns reading it, and then they also jump in. And what's cool is they actually like interject. So like, there's some stuff that's not in the book where like they hear they hear like you know the other because uh, it's Adam Yock or not Adam Yock, R.I.P. Adam Yock, but it's Adam. Oh my gosh, Adam Horowitz, Adam Horowitz and Michael Diamond. And so they'll like chime in and be like, hey, asshole, that's not how it went and stuff like that. It's super fun. Nice. So I highly recommend it. It really is inspiring. And like that's why I've set this back up again is because they talk about how art is hard and you should try and make it as easy as possible. And so and I know we're going a long time like over time. But one one big way, big takeaway I did is that they would, you know, book these huge sound stages and studios to record their songs but they would have to like like book it for like a couple hours, set up their equipment, and then you know do their song, take it all down, and leave. Right. And the hard part was is like they're very spontaneous people. So like when they had a cool idea, they're like, all right, guys, let's hurry and get the sound. Like let's get the music all set together. They build everything up, and then they're bored because they had to set up all the equipment. So they literally rented out a small studio out in Silver Lake. I want to go buy it sometime. Mm. And. And they did it because um, they could just keep their equipment up and they made it as easy as possible. And they had like a basketball hoop set up so that they could just be like, if they get bored, they can just be playing and stuff. So, you know, what I'm saying is, is being creative is hard work, so make it as easy as possible. And that's why I have my big computer back up again and it's right next to my bed. Um, Nice. Yeah. So anyways, Beastie Boys, I love them. That's all I'm really trying to say. Cool so. story. Thanks for sharing, buddy. Thank you, Sean. That is a pretty long episode Dang, of the dude. TDLA podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. Uh, yeah, shout out to Patrick Coffin. Patrick Coffin does all our music and our intros at the beginning. Yep. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at TDLA Podcast. And if you want to send us funny clips questions for a listener email uh thoughts things like that it's tdla podcast at gmail.com perfect i love you guys and uh let's we'll see you soon hopefully i love uh, you more time. oh no i love you more. Just, uh, uh,